Hayden, who is a sound therapist and CEO of Good Vibrations Music. So, welcome to the show. Hi, ladies. How are you today? Wonderful. Thank you, Mary. Thanks for having us. <clears throat> yeah. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. So, I'm super excited to be here today. I know um, we had just done one maybe about a week ago. So it's great that we're tapping back in with another channel. So thank you so much, Laura, for setting this up for us so that we can all stay connected uh, to our higher selves and to the insight that we get from spirit. And I know there's a lot of intensity out there and uh, a lot that we're all facing on a daily basis. So I'm very grateful that we're going to connect today and see what has evolved since last time we tapped in and what is going to guide us today. Uh, we're going to open up our show today with a guided breathwork with Dodie. And at the end of our show today, Kathleen is going to lead us through some beautiful sound therapy. So do stick around for that. It's a special closing that we haven't done before, uh, and that will be at the end of the channel. So, Dodie, if you want to get us going with some breathwork so we can uh, create some zen and open up, uh, that would be awesome. Great. Thanks, Leah. And Kathleen's going to be toning a bowl in the background, which is a lovely, a lovely treat as well. So I invite everybody to find your way to a comfortable spot now, whether you're sitting or laying down, whatever feels right for you in this moment, somewhere where you're undisturbed, if it can, if it can be so. And gently close your eyes if that's comfortable, or you can just gaze down. And begin to take some slow, deep breaths in through your nose and release the breath out through an open mouth. As you breathe each breath in through your nose, feel the breath come in. Feel the coolness of the breath. And as you release the breath through an open mouth, allow your shoulders to come down. Allow your body to begin to release a little bit. Breathing in through your nose. Bringing in some cool, like filled air. Breathing out through the mouth. Letting everything go. Letting everything release. And making space as you take this time to just breathe slowly in and out. Making space to receive the message as it comes through Laura as our channel. for our highest good at the moment. Um, unless you want to put out a question, Dodie, unless you wanted to create a foundation. A question that I feel can be very profound right now is it seems that during this virus there are so many elders who are leaving this planet right now 
And so I'd love some insight uh, on what that means and, you know, what, what that's creating in the energy for us. Okay. <clears throat> All right, here we go. <clears throat> Breathe deep, the essence of pure love and the energy all around you. As you take these breaths, believe in the possibility, possibility of our limitless divine nature, of what it is we can explore, creating in this reality without conditions. Breathe in the essence of the possibility of you, each one of you. Breathe deeper into the core connection in you to all souls. And allow that energy <clears throat> to come to the surface of your conscious ideas of who you are, of what this world is all about, of what we're doing here, not just in this moment, but throughout time, what it is we as human beings are here to experience, to explore, to attain. What are the ideas that define our reality? <clears throat> Can you see them as such? Ideas that say this is the way it should be, this is how it should be, this is what we have to experience, this is what we're here to explore, these are the parameters with which we have to maintain our idea of our limits. All of these ideas of what should be define our experience and confine our unique soulful potentials. <clears throat> so if we are energy, and this energy is a continuum, and there is that realization of the connected nature between the previous generations and who you are now. And of what you believe are the ideas you are to exist in. <clears throat> you see that the previous generations created these ideas, these assumptions and suppositions and projections into the future generations. And here you are now, feeling it all exploring the limits of the previous generations. And what we have found is the oppositional or counterintuitive effect of complacency. Where the individual <clears throat> has aligned with the ideas of the previous generations and allowed their fears and the limits created by their fears to define their ideas of what they are capable of being, of what you are capable of exploring, 
every once in a while somebody stands outside of those limits, <clears throat> pushes the boundaries of that box, and explores a greater potential. Now here's the interesting thing that you do here in these societies, and it is the complacency that motivates this willingness to feel inferior to another who pushes the boundaries and explores the possibilities beyond the logical concept of expectation and assumption. It's too much for the logical mind to believe that each individual in its most enhanced authentic expression has a divine creative potential that has yet to be explored in physicality. Imagine that. All of you human beings walking around on the earth, ignorant to the brilliance within, ignorant to this divine potential that exists at your core. Create the image. See the human figure. And then, hmm, imagine a box in your center. A box, yes, a box. A beautiful box, adorned with jewels and sparkling with light, shimmering with its brilliance. And it's yours. It exists in your core. It is the origin of purpose of you, right there, at your center. So you <clears throat> exist in this world where the previous generations have chosen conscious ignorance, ignorance of this gift within have either created the rationale to dismiss any idea of a divine potential within that the individual is capable of extending here. So there's those that feel they just don't have it. <clears throat> there's those that allow their ideas of what is not right and wrong and good and bad and necessary in this reality. to affect their ability to believe in their own goodness and their own brilliance in their own brilliance in their own divinity in the belief that there is a divine potential within there are those that feel as if they've been tricked to believe that that's not their due that we have for so long now distracted people from looking within with the allure of the external wealth. With all the shiny, pretty things outside that get your attention. So here's the thing. As individual human beings walking around this earth plane with this brilliance within, And the intellectual's inclination to fit into what has been defined out there. 
as you continue to seek your happiness, your joy, and your sense of fulfillment. In the institutionalized version of being that the previous generations handed down to you. You each realize the fruitless efforts of that pursuit. That there are moments of happiness, moments of a sense of accomplishment. When you set a goal and you accomplish it, oh, how the mind reels with pride. Even if the entire time that essence of pure potential in the center of your being is screaming for your attention. And you feel it. Don't pretend you don't feel it because you do. Everything that feels off about you giving your energy over to something that doesn't fulfill you is the essence of your potential screaming at you. Pay attention here. years, decades, and generations of this experience has created a mental obligation to it where people just rationalize why they need to practically confine their divine potential into what fits into the boxes that were handed to them from the previous generations. And what are you doing with that? And look at your children. Each generation has become more disenfranchised with themselves, with this, the material pursuit of success. So the gut gets stronger, the soul speaks louder, life gets more difficult to continue in that way. And that magical energy of potential within continues to beg for your attention. How many are intellectually inclined to dismiss the relevance of their external reality because it's time to look within, because it's time to listen within, because it's time to allow that divine potential out of the box. But nobody chooses it, do they? Even when you know this world isn't serving you, your children, or your grandchildren, you just keep handing it down, insisting that this is the way it has to be. Life is a divine creation, and all of nature proves that to you every minute of every day. Yet your logical mind will continue to override that power, that source of inspiration, of creation, of knowledge, of wisdom, of self. Isn't it time to believe in you? Isn't it time to believe that inner voice? Isn't it time to peek in that box. Do it now. Close your eyes. Search deep within. Take the journey. Find your center. 
That's all you need to do. You don't need to figure out the rest. Don't you see? Everything you need is in that box. All of the energies of potentials, all of those magnetic attractions that will bring you everyone and everything you need to manifest the essence of pure potential you came to be. And all of the logical insistence on adding your energy to the continuation of these institutions that don't serve the divine. All of that is stirred up here now. All of that is being illuminated now. And each one of you has been given a choice here. to redefine who you are, what this life is about. You have been given the gift of a awareness through experience and observation. What are you observing about this experience? What is it teaching you about who you are, about what this life is about, about what is important, and about what is promised you? Nothing is certain in this reality, beyond the divine nature of our essence, of connectedness, of oneness. Everything man-made can be dismissed and you would still be whole and complete in your experience as the souls that you are. And isn't it this moment that challenges you to ask yourselves, who are you? What defines you? Am I the entitled ego? Or am I the curious soul? Be curious, dear ones. Open that box. Peek inside. Once you do, you will feel an experience of you that you've always known you were here to be. So use the image in your daily meditations. Just close your eyes, breathe deeply into the core of your beingness and imagine opening that box, lifting that lid and seeing a light so brilliant it blinds you of your idea of you. And then surrender in that moment to that experience of you, to the realization that that is who you are. That that light is the continuum of all life in you. And then you will feel the relevance of this moment, the relevance of the essence of you here in this moment and the connection to these previous generations and the relevance of their efforts here now as well. It is an interesting question you bring forward as you mention the release of the elders of the generation. <clears throat> it is only in your eye, in your logical eye, 
It is only in your logical mind's eyes interpretation of this experience that it is such because the elders, the soulful elders exist on the earth plane now by the millions and they are born in the meekest of individuals and the children in the quiet ones, in those that are sitting back and observing and not entangling themselves in the angers and the fears, the brilliant children of astute awareness that hold an energy of pure potential that will not confine it intellectually because they will not fight themselves. The elders remain, dear one. It is the young souls that inhabit the older bodies that are leaving. <laughs> it is the paradigm shift, is it not? And if we are to release ourselves from the strong hold of the attachment to our intellectual identities, then those that are confined in that identity are willing to release themselves. Those that couldn't find their way in this world to their divinity are taking a leap of faith into the all-knowingness of their pure potential. Not to say that there aren't those that are guiding them home, as there are. But realize the difference in what you think you see and what you feel you know. We are shifting, and those that are all those are, that are here to serve are finding their roles. Now here's the thing. If you're here now, you're here to serve. Have you found your role? Not everyone is meant to take their leave. But everyone is meant to reassess and redefine how we go forward as human beings together. How we honor who we are as souls to one another. It is what's in conflict now, is it not? How do we go forward? Do we hold tight to the old system of financially managing our institutions? Now you see, that's what logic would say. We need the comfort of conformity. We need the security of those limits of logic that we feel we understand. Remember that. Those that want to hold on to what is fear, the unknowns of our most divine potential. For you cannot be in this right now. You cannot be on the earth plane right now without the inner knowing that there is something divine happening here, that there is something bigger than what man can contain and control happening here. And if you are aware, and you are, then Dive into that awareness. Feel into who you are here to be in this moment. And don't think that everybody needs to go out and feed the world to change it. But that it is in your ability to change your direction. The direction of your thoughts. The direction of the mental inclinations that are telling you, oh no, I can't. Oh no, we can't. This can't continue. That's ridiculous because this is a creation 
of the same source that has created this world. Every experience is, and this world will continue. And it will shift. So where are you individually in all of that? What is your life challenging you to let go of now? What are you so certain you have to hold on to now? When you think about hmm, your freedoms being taken away, oh, dear ones, really think about what you're saying here. <laughs> Freedom? How many of you have been free in this institutionalized version of being? What do you do with the majority of your time here in this beautiful landscape? Oh, yes. You walk the concrete journal, jungle. You stay in the concrete boxes. You breathe recycled air. And you look at papers and screens and numbers and letters. Just so you understand that from the soul's point of view, that is how this generation is exploring their divinity in this wonderful land of possibility. And this is what you call freedom. Put me back in that box. Let me stay stuck in my mind's idea of obligation to the institutions that have created a distance between who I think I have to be and who I truly am. And ask your children if that's not what you are forcing upon them. Look at the way they commit suicide daily. Look at the state of depression of the younger generation and realize that the essence of their pure potential reels with the concept of living the life you call freedom. Are you free in all of these heavy obligations and duties and responsibilities? Hmm. Challenge yourself because that's what this experience is about. There has to be a shift in consciousness to shift the experience. Hmm. And as long as humanity holds tight to the idea that it has to be what it was, we will not move forward. This is not a threat. This is your truth. This is the co-creative process of life. This experience is a gift to all souls looking for a way out of the logical commitment to self-denial and self-denial lies in the concept that you think you are right now in this moment being removed from your freedoms that is a, a true recognition of the mind's inability to teach you that your freedom lies within you That this is a gift for you to behold. That you have been gifted with the opportunity to go deeper in your interpersonal connection to all souls. And with your sense of entitlement to live your purpose. As a part of a shift in consciousness for all of humanity. This is a special time to be alive. And there is not a human on the earth that doesn't realize that on a deep soul level. There is a call to action here as souls. Not to fight for what once was 
that has created a diseased society. But to heal one another by healing your own idea of you, of the purpose of existing in this world. Pay attention. Pay attention by letting go of what was and being curious as to what can be. All right, ladies. But like deep inside me, I had nothing but excitement because I felt like you just, all I want to say is like, I'm so glad somebody said it, (laughs) you know, like it's just, it, it excites me deep within because I do feel like, you know, there is that cry for our collective truth of our higher selves and our spiritual beings to, for us to move in that direction and to drop you know, these illusions and fearful, logical mindsets that we're continually living in. And that just, for me, like, touched on so many bigger picture truths that this situation is surfacing. And I I do feel in my heart of hearts that, like, even with this experience, like, moving forward, there's a part of me that knows, like, if we don't take this opportunity and like move with it, like we will continue to face collectively awakenings. It's just like the individual process of our own lives. Like when you're not tapped in, how many times do you have to be woken up? Like how many things do you have to face in order to say, let me take a step back and really look at something here. Cause this keeps happening or I keep facing that or this trouble keeps coming into my life or this sickness or this unhealthy relationship or it's like you know but now it's global now you know we just all fall together leah if you don't mind just quick thing that something i channeled yesterday for somebody so touched on what you're saying it was it was something like they t- said something like look at 9-11 the tsunamis the earthquakes those were all opportunities for us to come together in compassion and we didn't listen and here we are did listen obviously but maybe it's not enough so it continues to happen so that more and more can join us you know yeah it's about coming together in compassion you know yes it is it's it's, it's, sorry go ahead no no it's okay finish your thought Leah that was it my thought was to hand it over to you I promise I was just going to say one of the, one of the most beautiful phrases that came through was just uh, now I have to paraphrase because I kind of you know it goes in and then it spins around in there and then I can't bring it out but it was just the fact that you think you've lost your freedom oh, yeah. we've been given freedom this exquisite freedom that we've been given to just be my goodness gracious I I I, I was listening as you as you were speaking more and thinking. When was the last time I gave myself this much time to sit, to meditate, to, to get down on my knees in my garden and really take a closer look at a crocus, to, you know, uh, to walk my dogs more than I ever do and to look in their eyes and stroke their fur and sit quietly on my, my little meditation cushion and just wait, just be. And it is freedom. And it's amazing how we, we as a society, you know, skew the concept of 
freedom. How can freedom possibly be being continually having to be, you know, having to uh, be part of a, a corporation, an organization, show up for work for the nine to five? It, it's that's not freedom. That's habit. But we think it's freedom. Mm. You know? Yeah. Uh, it, it, that was so profound for me, so powerful. Thank you. Yes, I, I honestly like always take notes as we're moving through, and that was definitely uh, one of the notes that I wrote down that really touched me was that idea that we all feel like we're losing our freedom right now when in actuality we're living without our freedom every single day of our lives because we've yet to go inward to really experience the state of consciousness that is freedom, that is never taken away, you know? And that resonated with me too. And something else that that you said, Laura, that I really think is something we that this experience is letting us really sit back and look at was you said paper, screens, numbers, and letters are okay. where most of our awareness is in a day. And I just, I wrote those words down because it's so true. And I think about my kids or my partner or my life me personally and how often I'm like interacting with something that is almost like a distraction. It's like we live so much in a society of distraction. God, can oh, I say oh, something about that? Numbers, letters. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Leah, that felt so good. I got to channel something. Okay. Okay. Oh, here it is. Yeah. It's not alive. There's no living energy. There's no co-creation there there's no interaction there do you see that it's dead energy it's stagnant and what you can do here as souls is join together in your ability to create energetically ah but the numbers the letters the screens it's all about logic isn't it it's where people meet in the mind and there is an exciting exchange to that we're not dismissing the relevance of that but don't you see how limited it is and how we're lopsided in our existence and what we need now is the ability to choose to dismiss the relevance of that and move into this heart-centered connection where we can create from the limitless potential of that glorious box within where we share what we each have and we create life life from life from living energy there is something to that Leah the distraction of all of those numbers and letters keeps us searching in our minds and that's why it is a distraction for some it serves but when it becomes all we think we are we have come to the point of contention with that processor, and it is time to release ourselves from it. The interesting thing here is the movies that have been created of the robots that will turn themselves into the, to the ones that are in charge and that take over. And here you are, each one of you experiencing that in your own experience of you. How much credence do you give your logical ideas, assumptions, and interpretations of your experience? So much more for many people than the intuitive knowledge of the soul. So this is that moment where we want to hmm, turn the hourglass. We want to shift the dynamic. We want the energy of our focused awareness to come through our heart center and not be limited by the previous generations and misconceptions, ideas in our mind.
I love that. It's so divine. And I also just want to bring up lore, which is something that came through. I really like that um, expansive perception on what we touched on. But something else that I think is important, um, worth bringing up, is two things that you mentioned, which kind of go against each other, I believe, and it's curiosity versus complacency. Because I feel like we've all sunk into a space of consciousness that is no longer at awe with the miracle of life, with what's around the next corner. It's like we all live in this programmed habitual repetition of go to work, go home, cook dinner. Like there's red lights and streets and everything's just what you expect it to be. And there isn't that space of genuine curiosity that I think that a soulful consciousness interacts with your spleen from and it opens you up to more love. So I do feel like that's something like that kind of touched me that's like worth addressing. What do you think? <laughs> okay. Okay. There are many levels here to explore and investigate. And what you're coming to terms with is this awareness of duality. And it shows up in so many different ways, but it always comes down to that bottom line experience of you. Do you accept what your mind says you are? Do you accept what the previous generations have defined as what must be? That is complacency. That is where each individual is challenged to know themselves, to listen to that awareness within and to feel entitled to honor it. So here you go. You see these children, this younger generation, the ones that are rebelling against the institutions, they rebel by being confused, by being dismayed, by being uncertain and insecure. That is an innate soulful resistance that they don't have a conscious understanding of. And this is relevant for you to understand about what's happening here. This, these generations, the younger ones, they have an innate sense of knowing. They have that box intact within. They feel guided by it and they're in their early years. And over time, they are taught to believe that that's not as important as what they expand in their mind. It's the institutionalization of one's brilliance. And so here they are now, put to task to define themselves. Finally, after decades of institutionalization, they're thrown out into the world and said, now be who you came to be. Even though we have distorted your sense of self, even though we have intellectually overwritten the innate programming. And so these children, they search for something to feel. Hmm. The drugs, the drinking, all of it is to try and release them 
from the misconceptions of the logical ideas of who they're supposed to be because none of it fits with who they feel. And for a short time, there were only a few, but each generation it intensifies because each generation knows they're not supposed to be living the same rote routine life that was defined for many generations ago to get them through. We haven't evolved and we need to, and souls know that. And so they feel dismayed, they feel disoriented, they feel as if this culture asks them to deny their divinity, to resist the inner inclination to follow an energy of purpose. Hmm. Breathe deep into this truth, because <clears throat> many of you have experienced it in your own life. The rationalization of why you have to do this instead of what you feel you would pursue if you were free. But yet this is your freedom, huh? And this is what you choose to continue to extend to the future generations by giving your energy over to it? Or is this the moment where we see it clearly and say, no, this stops here. This is where we believe in our brilliance. This is where we believe in our divinity. This is where we leave the institutionalized version of being divine behind, where we no longer fight about who's right and wrong about it, but we embrace that idea, that concept, that truth, that it is unique to our unique individual divine path and purpose. And that true freedom is being given the gift to find your inner connection to your divine purpose so that your mind can feel entitled to believe that you can live it and that this world will benefit because of it. huge dynamics that I feel are at the forefront of shifting our collective reality and it's the infrastructure that we're putting our children in which you know as a mother and we have children in that infrastructure and it's been a long ongoing uh, situation for me to face head on and the other is the abuse of drugs and alcohol and addiction and ODing in our current society um, I, I, those are just two huge things. So I'm, I'm very excited that that came up in the channel, Laura. Uh, I also want to say, if we can tap in on that, perhaps, because I do feel like in Florida, it's kind of an ongoing joke because we have hurricane parties and, and we are used to going into this lockdown mode where everybody just gets in this party experience. And I feel like there is a large part of our population, and I'm sure people around are just feeling that same feeling where it's like cocktails any hour of the day, and I do think a lot of people are turning to alcohol as a coping mechanism to make it through this time. And I don't know. I just, I just maybe like we could even tap into that a little bit further because I, I just, I know so many people that, you know, they wake up and they're having wine and there's like something about that. And maybe it's, I don't know. Just, what do you think? Laura? I got it. I got it. I'm there. Here you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It shifts. Oh, I like that. It how do I say that? It shifts the flow of intellectual concentration, doesn't it? 
don't you see, even there in the pursuit of disorientation intellectually, there's an inner knowing that that's where I've got to release myself. <laughs> Just got to stay there right there, Leah. <laughs> I don't know why Perfect. that tickled so we can me. All have wine after this? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep going. That just tickled me. I'm sorry. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Okay. So here you speak about earth, earth natural gifts to humanity. And think about it. There's nothing in this world that is natural that doesn't serve on a higher level. And many of you know that. You understand the difference between medicine and herbal remedies and even the healing journeys available through some of the plant medicines born on the earth. Hmm. There's relevance, and you each know that now. Your ideas and concepts of the purpose of these substances is what defines the experience of them, you see? So... There is a search for something more. There is a search for release from the confines of logic. And that is the beginning of a pursuit. <clears throat> but you know, as with all pursuits, as you continue to reach for this particular bottle or that particular um, medicine, so to speak, if it doesn't release you from your fears, if it doesn't shift your idea of you, if it doesn't bring you into a place of knowingness of your divine potential, then why continue? Keep exploring what else is there that can shift your idea of you. No, don't go into the heart of drugs, but learn different ways to shift your focus, to release yourself from fearful concepts. See, people already have explored alcohol long enough to know that it isn't the ultimate in answers that it is temporary as far as the release from the intensity of thought, but at least it does diagnose the problem, doesn't it? Now you see where the illness lies. So explore ways to release yourself from the confines of the fearful misconceptions of who you are capable of being, which brings us to prayer and meditation, which brings us to deep connection in nature. Hmm. All right. Awesome. I love that take on it. And I think it's really important in the evolution, you know, of our processes as we, you know, begin to dissect these different variables of our life, whatever they may be, uh, that we recognize when you are perceiving all this from a higher space of consciousness, there is no judgment. You know, I think it's so important to recognize that the spirit's response to that is not that it was bad. You know, there isn't a bad. Because yeah. I do believe if we're like, oh, well, drinking is a bad way to cope, then yeah. you perpetuate in your judgment, yeah. you know? So yeah. I just want to, like, shine the light on that. that I there love is no that. judgment, and it's not right or wrong. Yeah. Hey, Laura. Yeah. I, I have one more question I'd like to ask if, if Spirit has some guidance based on what they were saying about how really the younger generations are struggling so much right now. I, I, you know, those of us that are a generation or two before them, what, if there is one thing that we can do 
or B or whatever to assist them, to just help them on their journey? Where? I mean, is that in just being love and radiating that out for them? What is the, the biggest thing that we can do for the younger generation, the millennials and younger, to help them? I love that, Dodie. Yeah, good. Okay. And, you know, the funny thing is, you know, I use a pendulum. If you were sitting here, you'd see it. And when you said, is it just to be loved? The pendulum's like, nope, nope, we got work to do. <clears throat> so let me, see. <laughs> let me see what it is here. Oh, sorry. Are you guys still there? Did I hang up? No, we're here. Okay. We're with you. Okay. All right. Here, here we go. Yeah. All right. All right. Here you go. Well, dear ones, you live in a logically defined society, and you've already taught these children that they they need to think their way through life, right? And that's where they get confused, because truthfully, as souls, we need to feel our way through life. So you need to redirect their focus. You need to re-educate them on who they are now. Yes, this is a grand effort to be made on a magnanimous scale, but it is the words that will shift their ideas of what they believe they're entitled to explore here. So where the previous generation's oh, disarray in creating a concept of divinity has distorted these generations' ideas of their divinity, it is now time to bring them in the simplest form with no dogma, the concept. They are their own creators that within them lies the energy of purpose. They are here to allow to unfold through their willingness to trust their intuition. That life is that simple. And they each want to know that what they feel inside is real, is that they are not here to buy into what already exists, that they are here to create something new, something more purposeful, more loving, more compassionate and connected, and that each soul individually knows their role here and that they will never find that answer in logic. Stated clearly, this will ring the bell of truth within each and every one of them because they already know this truth. They haven't heard it externally from anyone. Do you hear? Do you realize? Nobody has said this to them. They've said, look up here in your mind. Look at everything that the previous generations could have created and see where you fit into that. See what established expression of being you can mimic here. No. No, their mind needs to know that it is not the creator, that it is not the ultimate authority. Yes, the intellect needs to understand it is a sub, sub, subservient aspect of the soul's creative potential. There is an inner knowing and there is divine potential. And once the mind submits and surrender to, surrenders to it, it does create authentically, inspirationally in this reality with the willingness of each individual to honor the inclination of that energy, regardless of how it offends the institutional ideas of what is necessary. This is that time to open that box and explore 
what the divine is looking to move through you individually in this reality to assist in the recreation of the new paradigm. I think I need to say something. That's the end of the channel, but I want to say quickly that that whole image of being the human and having that box of potential inside and never looking in it, that I know from my own experience that it wasn't until I was 36 years old that I popped the lid. And I know it was a, a whole bunch of years of, of really challenging experiences that brought me there. And I know that anybody that knew me 20 years ago would never have said Laura's going to grow up to be a spiritual channel and a Reiki healer. No. It, it was farthest thing from my mind, but boy, when I popped the lid on that box of potential, there was no going in any other direction. There was no figuring it out, and anybody that knows me for 20 years knows that. Not saying everybody's going to be a channel, but every, every gift is unique, and until you look at it, you don't know what it is. That's what I'm going to say. All right. feel like I'm done. Okay, because as you say, I don't have any questions. I feel, I feel rather complete about it, so I know... Dodie, do you have anything you want to add? Or No, you know what? I, 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 there's so much in this right now. I just want to listen to it like two or three more times, feel the energy of it, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, some sound healing. Thank you, Laura. Yeah, thank you so much, Laura. That was incredible, and it really, really helps in these times to bring us all together and have clarity from a higher perspective. So thank you so much, Laura. You're welcome. Thanks for hosting. Thank you, Laura. Of course. Uh, Kathleen, I am very happy to hand it over to you in this moment and uh, see what it is you have in store for us to move into another space before we close the show. All right. Well, everything that Laura said was really interesting because a lot of it came to me when I was went into meditation to determine what I needed to say and do today. And if you saw my notebook that's sitting in front of me, it's almost a lot of the same things Laura just repeated and channeled for us. 
And because we have a music company, we've been working in this world of alternative realities for some time, for about 10 years. And so we've been very blessed along our journey to experience a lot of the living in the fifth dimension consciousness. And it's interesting, a lot of our team and a lot of the people that work with us are the 20 and 30 year olds. And we have children in that age group as well. And it's been a very interesting journey to just see how these young souls are opening up to a higher consciousness and how they're working from their heart center as opposed to their mind. And we feel so blessed to be a part of that experience. And so today, what I want to do is not only play our music in the background, I'm going to start with a guided meditation for everyone and just take you to another dimension. I feel like the experiences we're having in our reality today are really a blessing. It's a blessing to open up to new possibilities. It's a blessing to look at our lives in new ways. We have been seeing this coming for a long time, and I feel very fortunate that we get to live in that altered reality of a higher consciousness most of our day. And and it's hard because not very many people get to do that because of the parameters of the old. So what I'd like to do is talk about through our meditation today is taking you into that new consciousness of unconditional love. So the music that you're going to be listening to is the download that I'm giving away free called Safe and Sound for Love and Protection. And so I'm going to turn that up to start everything. And hopefully you can hear it, but also you'll be able to receive this download. It's on our website. It's free. And play it often. Play it through headphones. Feel this heart center. Listen to the channel. And allow yourself to grow deeper and be more connected to the earth. So if you can get comfortable, make sure that you're in a comfortable position. And I want you to just start to breathe. Whether you're sitting or laying down, I want you to feel connected to the earth. Whether you're laying on a ground or on a mat or sitting in a chair with your feet, I want you to start feeling the connection to Mother Earth. I want to invite you to focus on unconditional love and surround yourself with this feeling of love. Breath is life. When we breathe in, we take in energy. 
we hold our breath, we amplify this energy. And when we release our breath, we release the energy. Something I want you to think about today is drawing that breath from your root chakra, from the Mother Earth, and drawing it up through your energy centers and out through the crown of your head. And as you start to exhale, send that breath to everyone in our world filled with unconditional love. Breathe in, drawing that breath up through your energy centers. And now at this time, stop and pause and hold your breath. Hold it however long you can. And then start to exhale. As we're holding that breath, it activates our pineal gland. This activation of our pineal activates and sends messages to our pituitary, which sends messages to our thyroid, which sends messages to our brain to bring our body back into harmony of unconditional love. So continue breathing in, holding that breath, activating the pineal gland, and exhaling anything that no longer serves you. You are a perfect expression of divine love. And no matter what you do or you don't do, this divine love is unchanging. This is your soul. So together, knowing we are a channel of love to our entire world. And repeat to yourself out loud or quietly, I am love. I am love. I am love. Settle into this vibration of love through your heart. The I am presence connects us to divine.
So to bring harmony to your body, connect to your I am present. So we're going to go on a journey into our 5D consciousness, finding our higher self and finding I am present. So as you're breathing in, first connecting to Mother Earth, our planet energy, ask that it, that energy is brought up through your root chakra, through your sacral energy centers, connecting us to the beginning where all was perfect. We are perfect just the way we are. In this moment, in this time of present moment, believe you are unconditional love. Drawing that energy up through all of your energy centers. And imagine, as you reach your crown chakra, as it opens and expands, you are connecting to the divine intelligence. As you travel up into that light, Imagine all possibilities. Allow yourself to travel not only through our world, but through all the galaxies throughout our universe. See that matrix that surrounds not only our Earth, but every person that inhabits our Earth. And that we're all interconnected. And send throughout this matrix the most beautiful white and golden light representing unconditional love. Feel that love in your heart. 
connecting me to each and every person throughout our world and the world beyond. Everyone has this opportunity to change and become collective to the divine. And the expression of divine love. And do this right now. It's a gift. Imagine you're opening that gift at the present, which opens you to the present moment. And let your entire being be filled. Every system of your body is rebooting to this perfect divine love. Every cell in your body is being connected to divine love. And when this happens, everything works in perfect harmony. Connecting to this perfect harmony inside our body and outside of our body.
and joy. Let these emotions and divine love completely engulf you. And fill your entire consciousness with love. You are a perfect expression of this love. You are remembering who you are.
our planet and join in it. into the rhythm of our earth. Get into the rhythm of your soul. The most important sound is our human voice. And collectively together we're going to sing the word OM, drawing that deep breath in.
to share in this message, to share in this channel, and to share with each other this message of hope and promises to a better world. And so it is. Continue to start to breathe in and breathe out. Coming back into this earth plane. feel the need to move. put the link to download um, Kathleen's site on the on the actual player at the blog talk radio okay so it'll be available 
Okay, awesome. And just a reminder, if you have enjoyed our show today, we welcome you to contribute love donations, but we do share openly, and uh, we're grateful for everybody that tuned in. Uh, Laura, I just wanted to close really quick and before we say goodbye on a quote, and it is by Nelson Mandala, and he says, one of the most difficult things is not to change society, but to change yourself. And I just want to close on that note and let everybody know that this is an opportunity for us to create change within so that we can change the direction as a whole. And uh, we're sending love and light and support to everybody out there. And we're all in this together. That was perfect, Leah. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you.